The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Talking Mopars episode number 121. This is part four of the four-part replay of the live stream that we had last Friday night, The Open House. So, without further ado, if you are a Mopar enthusiast, then you are in the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the best Mopar enthusiast-driven podcast on planet Earth, and I'm your host, Chris Albrecht, better known as the Mopar Hunter, and this is Talking Mopars Live. You're listening to Talking Mopars with the Mopar Hunter, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Before we get into the juicy meat of this episode, I have to ask you guys a question. Is your Mopar protected? Whether it's sitting outside in the elements or inside the safe confines of your man cave, it's important to keep your Mopar protected. That's why I'm excited to announce that I'm now affiliated with a company offering an amazing solution for vehicle protection. They have everything from basic indoor shields all the way to the top of the line platinum shields, offering the very best protection to keep your vehicle safe both indoors and outdoors from elements like dust, water, snow, and even UV rays. Their products are guaranteed to fit and are backed by a great warranty. To find out more about my new affiliate, please visit TalkingMopars.com, click on the Affiliates tab, and follow the link to their website. If you need protection for your Mopar, don't worry, we got you covered. What time is it? No, don't look at that. You gotta, <laughs> learn not to, you, gotta, you gotta learn not to look if you're gonna do lives. I know, right? Don't even look uh, at the time. The th- <laughs> when I do so the lives... Are you, oh, okay, so you're, you are... Uh, you're broadcasting this on Facebook too, right? Yeah, simultaneously. That's, that's what I was going to start doing. That, that I was going to start. Doing. What uh, what software are you using to do that, Chris? Streamyard. Streamyard lets you do oh, it. Streamyard. On oh, it'll let you do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you have to. I got scared when I tried to do it today because it says you have to um, like authorize it on your YouTube channel or whatever, and I didn't know if I had done that yet. Apparently, I did because it's it said something about taking twenty four or forty eight hours to. Um, yeah, you can't, you can't go live on YouTube for, like, you got to go through some crap and then. I got scared for a minute thinking that maybe they needed a minimum subscriber count. But then I was like, no, I don't think that's the case. Um, but it worked if out. If you're and going to off of a phone, if, you, if you're going to go live off of a phone on YouTube, what is it, Ruben? Thousand subscribers? Oh, really? Okay, yeah. so that okay, that's what I read then. I thought I read something about that yeah, somewhere. It shouldn't take you long to get a thousand subscribers. I don't think I'm, it will. I, I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet six months, dude. The if way you're you uploading videos, kinda, dude. If you just kind of push it, push it on the on the uh, the <laughs> the Facebook, which is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. To get some of my Facebook followers to come over, and I'm I'm gonna be like, hey, just. You know, I'm trying to get to this race. Just go over there and click that. You know, I don't, I don't like asking mm. people for subs, but for this, this thing, I think Chris for me, it's going to be. Chris is looking at his boxes right now, going, "Wait, what the hell just happened?" <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, I think it. for me, for me, it's going to be. Uh, 
a lot of um i think exclusive youtube stuff that bring the people from facebook over um so i need to come up with something for that how's yeah the, this uh, how's the motley crew of mopar stuff coming um we're working on our first video i still need to get my stuff over there because basically we're gonna we're basically gonna make a show so each of us are gonna provide segments to create one show and then we're going to see what we can do with it and then um, hopefully grow it to the point where it becomes its own little its own little thing. Yeah, we'll see. It's kind of like an experiment because anytime you start something new, it's like growing something from the ground up is so tough. That's why when I started talking Mopars, I had talking Mopars and the Mopar Hunter separately. And then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Because it was like managing two things was becoming too much of a pain in the ass. So I said, all right, I'm just going to ditch the Mopar Hunter and just roll everything into talking mopars and that was the best thing that i'd done um because now <laughs> managing both and post and i was cross posting shit and i was like it didn't make any sense jed what's up buddy you looking tired you have no idea <laughs> it's been a struggle man <laughs> the the weather is not cooperating we had god dang this hat fuck it i'll wear it normal so uh yeah uh, we had, it's like 45 to 50 degrees every day this week and the weekend, 10 snow. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And I'm right in the middle of doing the exhaust on dad's van. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Shit. Hey, uh, I hate to let you guys go. I just, my phone's about to die any second now, but it's been a pleasure, Chris. Congratulations on the YouTube stuff. Jed, what's yeah, up, man? man? Brian. I'll see you later, man. All right, guys. Thanks, Ruben. We'll see you later, buddy. Right, if you're listening to this uh, as a podcast or watching this through Facebook, uh, be sure to subscribe to Ruben's channel on YouTube. It's uh, Muscle City Madness. Good stuff. What's happening? Uh, stuff. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. It's time to educate. Tell yeah, what, what what really makes that car special? Because I don't I don't know those cars at all. Okay, first I gotta ask, can I smoke in here, or is this like a non-smoking chat room? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, we just had some people jump in here talking about wet pussies a little bit ago, so I think you're okay. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm gonna need this. <laughs> so tell me where you want me to start. <clears throat> uh start with the, I haven't seen this video yet. So, let's promote the video a little bit. Tell us about this car. Yeah, it's uh, my buddy, well, uh, 50s era Chryslers are known as the forward look era. They are some of yeah. the, uh, you know, you got your muscle car guys, you got your late 70s guys. Forward look guys are the most particular era Mopar <laughs> guys they are. Sure. Like, they are hardcore, you have no idea. They, they criticize every little nut and bolt on build. Um, but those cars are actually extremely collectible, extremely rare, extremely valuable, everything about them. Uh, a Belvedere Savoy from 57 or 8 will set you back about 10 grand. Jesus. For, for a crap one. You know, people bitch about prices of chargers. Yeah. And hell, they're hard to find. As far as Furies go, real Furies in insanely rare uh jesse asked me politely not to include this in the video but this isn't the video 
uh, in the Fury Registry for 1958, there are only six dual quad AC Furies known to exist right now. Holy shit. His car is not in the registry. Wow. And he was actually going to build a Belvedere, like what most guys do, clone a Christine, car show car. <clears throat> and when we went to the Indy uh, swap meet last year, he had a guy who offered him this barn fine car. It was found in a chicken coop out <clears throat> in, I think he said, South Carolina or something. And guy brought the car up to Jesse, and he hauled it back home, and it's the real freaking deal. It's a real fury, and just that in its own makes that car, when it's done, it's over six figures. Wow. That's insane. All, all numbers matching and shit, or what? Yeah. It would, ha it would have to be with that, right? Yeah. And the problem you run into <clears throat> is... The Furies came with like three basic engine options. You have the V800, which is the 318 poly dual quad engine. Mm. You have the 350 big block, the first year for the big block low deck engine. And then you have the fuel injected big block engine. And those were a cluster. <laughs> they, they didn't work at all. And most of those got recalled. Um, so basically you have one of those two. And the 350 made 305 horsepower, and I made jokes about 305 Chevys. I don't think a lot of people got that. <laughs> um, and then the 318 made 290 horsepower, which factory rating in 58, that was real. Pretty rating. good. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't like in the muscle cars when they were trying to fudge them. <laughs> but, you know, that that's basically what they rated the 346 pack at. And that's not your ordinary 318 poly a lot of guys don't know this but they did build a hot rod at 318 poly and that was that engine it's like 10 to 1 compression got a pretty hot cam in it oh shit and like what jesse was saying in the video so how it works the ac compressor it actually operates the ac compressor off of oil pressure really yeah on those 318 polys they have valve cover bolts that go vertical and those are actually special bolts that are getting oil pressure going pump through them. And that's how it operates the AC system. It's freaking wild. That's crazy. Chrysler's always, their engineering has always been like, they've always tried that different shit. <laughs> yeah, and that car, supposedly, so it has a four-speed in it. Someone cut it up and they put a four-speed in it with clutch pedal. And it was running moonshine, supposedly. <laughs> so imagine that car was not cheap at all when it was new shit and then you cut it up and you make a moonshine runner out of it <clears throat> um but yeah as i was saying about uh so all the furies 57 and 8 i believe were all buckskin beige you didn't get an option <clears throat> if you're buying the top tier car this is the color you get because it's not a hot rod it's not going to be red they wanted to be classy. They wanted to compete with Cadillac and even the Imperials. And what more classy color can you get than this beautiful ivory creamy color? And it plays really well with the gold trim. Wow. The problem is that most people don't like the buckskin beige. Jesse and his wife both, they don't like it. Jesse's kind of warming up to it, but I was like, dude, you yeah, can't. but when you get a car of that caliber, you can't you can't just go and you know you can't like customize that car. You know, 
no no it's like it's like okay it. just do it right or or sell it to somebody who would do it right and buy something if you want to customize it you, know? you definitely don't paint it red you don't make a christine out of it because here's the thing i have a first edition copy of christine actually christine was a 57 i think belvedere four-door in the book huh. the filmmakers use the term fury because well what, what's more menacing? What's what's what would draw the crowd in more? <laughs> sure. And everybody has seen the movie, and I can tell you for a fact. You know, you hear that trope all the time. The book's way better than the movie. <clears throat> Throw your copy of your movie away. Buy the book. I don't even like reading. I love that book. <laughs> I read that book like three times in high school, and I hated reading. <laughs> and I watched the movie, and I was like, "This movie is awful. <laughs> it really is." So, like, in the movie, they give Dennis a charger. I think he actually had a duster in the book. Um, but it's a great book, and there's a whole lot in there that they didn't get to include. Um, well, that's like you 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 were saying that, that the Fury was uh, was was competing with the, the Chrysler Imperial. Yeah. See, we, we think about nowadays, you don't think about that, but, you know, like, you just think Mopar is Chrysler, Dodge, Plymouth. You don't think that those guys were actually competing, but they were. You yeah, know, they were it was competing. the same. It was they were all in the same umbrella, but they were still competing. Yeah, that was true. You competition know? back then, you had competition between the brands, even though they were under the same house. <clears throat> just different time. Uh, we're going to do a video just on that three hundred and fifty big block because that's not. Everything will interchange. You can put 452 heads on it, cranks interchange, pistons, rods, all that stuff, intertakes, valve covers. Really? It's all the same basic stuff. But when you see the pictures and videos of that engine, you'll notice that everything is different. It's same but different. <laughs> hmm. It's a one-off engine. All the castings are special. Wow. Down to the balancer, the bolts, the uh, spark plug wire hold downs. Um the water neck, the water pump. I mean, literally every single part that bolts on that engine is unique to a 58 Fury engine. That sounds like a bitch of a car to build, <laughs> unless you have all the original shit. <laughs> I'll tell you a fun one about the engine, because that engine acquiring that was a whole story in its own. Uh, Jesse knew about that engine existing, and he was after it. And I was too, because I want one, just to build and hear it run. Because it's got... It's got the same stroke as a, of a 383, but this baby piston. I mean, it is tiny. <laughs> uh, the cylinder wall thickness between the pistons like that big. Jesus. Yeah. But uh, a guy was going to put that engine in his rat rod <laughs> because he had the engine. It was his dad's old dirt racing engine. They had taken it out of a car, which would have been a 58 Fury more than likely and put it in their dirt race car and they ran it had these like weird zoomy headers that were about this long <laughs> and <clears throat> jesse talked the guy out of it he's like you know you're gonna put a big block chrysler in a rat rod whatever you know that's obviously a waste of that engine you don't really know what you're dealing with <laughs> so jesse actually traded um basically two desoto hemis that were in pieces because that's better for a rat rod and he got sure. the 350 in parts and 
differential, everything is there except for the right valve covers. It has valve covers that are four bolt, but they're not the right ones. Okay. 58, 350 valve covers are a little different shape. But uh, he ended up with the engine, and it's freaking, it's freaking cool as hell. And I mainly want to do that video because I got a friend who doesn't believe me that the balancer's different. And just everything is wild. Like on your typical big block, you know, you got all your accessory holes drilled. Mm. Those places are there, but they're not drilled. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And like yeah, the that... casting dates, we're used to all that information being on the side of the block. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's just smooth. Really? It's, yeah. Like the can't, your, uh, I think your, oh, there's a big chunk of casting on the front of the block. Your date codes on the back near the bell housing. I mean, it's 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 freaking wild. It's cool. It's a piece of history. That's what I want to film. I want to educate because I didn't know all that. Yeah, no, I absolutely didn't. That's that's cool. I'm gonna have to check out that video. I have to share it too because uh, there's people like me and uh, got a host of other Mopar Mopar enthusiasts don't know shit about that. <laughs> as far as the Fury video goes, don't worry about sharing it because that thing. I don't need it to get any more views. I didn't plan on it going yeah. like this. Yeah. I figured it would be another 5,000 view video, move on to the next one. I appreciate all the new subscribers and the views Damn. and the money it's going to make, but I had no intentions of it doing that. Oh, wow. I, 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 came, I remember the video hit like 30,000 views, and I was telling Brian, I was like, I think it's finally slowing down. Next day, <laughs> 45,000. I think it's slowing down next morning. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, yeah. It's a, that algorithm is so weird. Um, now I gotta, I gotta check this out really quick. <laughs> well, didn't you have a Chris? Didn't you have a video on Facebook that did that? That's what really kicked off your Facebook yeah. stuff. You had one video. That you're yeah. Like, oh, okay. That's doing good. <laughs> oh shit. That, that might be doing real good. Yeah, it was a 85 Shelby Charger, and then um, I was at a a Good Guys event, and uh, there was this, um, gosh, I think it was a 67 Dodge Dart with a Slant 6 that, uh, you know, it was a... It was just a, a basically a throwaway dart. It was in all right shape or whatever. And uh, he wanted $25,000 for it. So I kind of did a walk around of the car and kind of built up the suspense. Like, you won't believe what he wants for this thing. And I was like, I don't know if he meant 2500 but he's got this thing on clearly for 25000 He's out of his mind. That one hit like 900 <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Um, the Charger hit 400000 quick. Damn. <laughs> but, uh. I'm I'm actually curious to see what happens because I, I do want to just no editing or anything exactly the same throw it on YouTube and just see what happens because I don't know if it was just Facebook was just pushing live videos at the time or what um, but I, I also you know, use that's another thing that's a car that you don't think people would really even care about and it may just be the fact that it's one of those cars you don't see all the time you know, yeah. like, huh, I wonder what that's all about, you know, because I did, I did, <laughs> I know how it works. I put the word ratty, <laughs> ratty and charger in that bitch. <laughs> so, you know, people are like, ratty charger. <laughs> um, but that's yeah. like, I've got a video on my channel, like my second or third video of my buddy bringing home his 426 Hemi from the, from the machine shop. You know, I went with him to, help to pick it up and everything. And I'm like, well, hell, 
this has got a Hemi in it. Everybody's going to watch this. Nope, that's one of my least watched videos. That's uh, one thing you got to keep in like Everybody wants a charger, <clears throat> but a lot of guys can't afford them anymore, so charger views are down. I believe that. And the same thing goes with Hemis. Hemis are about the most... There's hardly nothing you can do on a Hemi on YouTube to get any kind of views because everybody's got the mindset of, yeah, that's kind of cool to watch, but I can never afford it, so why would I get into it? And that's kind of just the way that goes. But as far well, it's as like your, your duster, your, your duster and yard dark videos. Oh, yeah. They do better than anything Jezebel. And it's not to say Jezebel's not a cool car. But I think I think what really struck with the yard dart was the fact it was so different. You know, everybody yeah. was doing chargers at that exact moment. Dylan had had his. Chris was obviously doing all his. Um, I don't know who else, but I know there's a lot of guys building chargers, and I brought that freaking '66 pile of crap home, and <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it would do that. I, I, you know, a lot of guys know me for Jezebel, but I put all the credit for the channel in the yard dart. That's crazy. I, I take... really like that car too. <laughs> um, I remember when the first time I saw Jezebel, I was like, "Fucking hey, man!" <laughs> I, I I loved it. I was like, "Yes, uh, yeah." That was. I was like, any any man that is willing to put Jezebel down the side of his charger, I was like, I like that guy. <laughs> I, was, I was like, he's got he's got cojones. I like that. He's got balls. <laughs> um, Cause you know, like it just seemed like for a while there, it was like, you know, get a charger, restore it, give it, you know, pretty paint. <laughs> but, uh, once the ratty muscle car thing took off, I was like, fuck everybody with a ratty muscle car, they're going to hit and sure shit. <laughs> I was, oh, yeah. man, uh, I, I love it because it kind of gives, uh, the blue collar guy, you know, a little bit more, uh, room to work. Um, well, I, think I really that's what it is. I, I really think that's what it is. You got to have a relatable car, you know. Yeah, yeah. You have a car that people can relate to and be like, "Oh yeah, I had one of them," or "I could get one of those," you know. I was like, with roadkill shit, it seemed like everybody started hating on General Mayhem as soon as they put the Hellcat in. It was like, well, no shit. You guys yeah. put a, a, an RV 440 in it. People are going to love that shit because everybody knows where an RV is with a 440 in it. They can get for 300 bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or free. <laughs> so like, I, I, I like seeing that kind of stuff. So The whole problem with that, if anybody's going to do that, if you see an RV somewhere out there, the problem with getting an RV with a 440 in it and taking the 440 out is you have this huge hulk of a piece of crap sitting in your driveway <laughs> yeah. that nobody wants. You can yeah. call all the junk guys you want. They'll be like, nope, don't want it. I don't know how crazy They're it is where you guys are. Rid of. Uh, getting rid of any car parts in Washington State is insane. I went to the scrapyard with two bumpers, two shit bumpers, okay? And I went there and I was like, I just want to scrap that. You don't even have to pay me. I just need to dump these off somewhere. They wouldn't even let me dump them for free without showing them titles. And it just so happened that I had two titles in my truck at the time. And uh, the guy goes, do you have the title or titles? And I was like, not for these vehicles specifically. And he's like, do you have the titles? And I was like, oh, yeah, yes, I do. As a matter of fact, he goes, these are for these 
And I was like, yes. And he's like, okay. And then I, so that I was like, wow, that's crazy. And then I went to the dump, the transfer station to just dump some shit. I stripped out the van. When I got my van, it had some shitty bucket seats in it and some wood paneling and shit. Right. So I took out the bucket seats, took out all the paneling, stripped the inside of the van. And I went to the dump and the two seats were sticking up out of the bed of the truck. And I went there and they're like, oh, what do you got? And I was like, oh, just a bunch of junk. She goes, are those out of a vehicle? And I was like, yeah, an old van. And she goes, oh, well, we can't take those. I was like, why? Oh, we can't take car parts without titles. You have to take those to a uh, salvage yard. And I was like, are you shitting me? I was like, well, what? She said something about we don't know if they're stolen. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go steal shit and then take it and pay to dump it. And then I I go up to the pit and and I was like, hey, man, I I asked one of the attendant guys. I was like, hey, man, this lady says I can't dump these. And he goes, just fucking toss them in. So I tossed them in. But I was they're getting crazy because you get all these tweakers and shit that that I guess, you know, obviously steal a bunch of metal and catalytic converters and shit and go to the scrapyard. But even if you're not trying to get paid for anything, they still want titles. But I guess they don't care what the title's for. They just have to make sure they see a title. Well, that's the thing. Here, here you can't scrap a whole car without a title, but yeah, I understand that. I understand that. But that's (laughs) another thing. I was like, what if I just, you know, take frame and just cut it all up and throw it in the back of a truck or a trailer and take it to the dump? Are they going to ask me for a or the scrapyard? Are they going to ask me for a title? Yeah, (laughs) if they think it's a vehicle, they will in Washington. Um, Even if it's cut up, you could bring them a fender, uh, a fender cut in half, and they still want to see the title. It's insane. Like, all right, that's weird. It Washington is a fucked up state. I can't wait to get out of here. I cannot wait. Illinois is bad too, but it seems like I'm going to be stuck here, so I got to live with it. I think uh, Texas is where I'll end up eventually. Um, it seems like uh, it's a nice central location in the country. Can get to things easy. I was uh, looking at Tennessee actually. There's a lot of people moving to Tennessee right now, but Nashville's nice. I like I like that area. Um well, Tennessee is just gonna be like with Colorado. When Colorado legalized marijuana, you had an influx and flood of people. I got friends who live in Littleton and all over Colorado and they said they can't stand living there anymore. The price of everything went up. Mm. Yeah. And they can't stand it. Sure. Hell, they, they legalized marijuana in Illinois. You still can't get people to move here. There's still people leaving. <laughs> they legalized weed in Washington, and everybody's doing heroin and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just like they step up. It's like, come on. <laughs> or they're, or instead of smoking a joint or something, I see these kids. I'm like, are these kids smoking crack or what? They got a fucking torch and a spoon with, and they're like, oh, it's weed. And I'm like, are, what are you doing? It's like weed crackheads or something. It's weird as shit. I don't know what these kids did to weed either. But it's <laughs> been a long time since I've smoked any, and I've seen the fucking friends of mine do, and they sit there and get high, and they just bam on the couch, not moving. I'm like, well, what's the fun in that? <laughs> you know, it's like Jesus. I got a lot better things to spend my money on. Yeah, me too. It's <laughs> like uh, so I don't even drink because I got better things to spend my money on and better. Uh, uh, I can't agree with you 100% there, Brian. No. <laughs> I'm with Brian on that one. <laughs> I, I, I don't drink when someone else pays for it. 
you know what? I, I kind of agree with that because I got I got whiskey here that uh, was a tip from one of my customers. <laughs> <laughs> so if I don't have to pay for it, fuck. <laughs> if hey, if nobody's gonna drink it, I guess I'll have to do that uh, service for the community. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get rid of it. You know, yeah. you can't just leave that around yeah. for kids to find. No, absolutely not. And what am I gonna give it to a homeless guy and you know contribute to his habits? Oh, yeah. No, of course not. That. No. <laughs> I'm not know. that nice. <laughs> Invite him back oh. to your place. Maybe have a good time experiment. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, maybe you never know. I got a van after all. <laughs> there you go. Speaking of vans, Jed, yeah. what's the plan with this van? I, I still need to watch the rest of the video or videos. Well, make it legal, run and drive mostly. Yeah, yeah. Just your, your typical boring stuff. Uh, nice. <laughs> if I was doing it, it would just be funky cool you know dad kind yeah. of wants to make a love wagon out of it for some reason i just don't know why <laughs> your dad in a love wagon get that picture out of my head yeah i know He's, every time we go to walmart we got the fabric back at walmart they got this really long white bird <laughs> and he has a vision of the entire inside of the van being white fur mm. and i have this nightmare reoccurring nightmare i'm kind of glad i'm awake because I might not get it tonight. <laughs> I'm going to walk out there one day to go to work. And I see dad's pickup in a service truck, but he's not in the house. And I'm going to hear some weird noises. I'm going to open the back of the van. And he's going to be there butt naked, face down in the van, stoned or drunk or whatever. And he's just going to be like, Ooh, rubbing the furry walls. And I'm just going to have to end my own life because I'll never be able to get that out of my head. <laughs> That's a new one, rubbing the furry walls. <laughs> rubbing the furry walls. <laughs> but yeah, right now we're. It's been two weeks now, ongoing project, fighting weather, trying to get the side pipes mounted, building a whole new exhaust port. We just got the grill, a stock grill in the mail, and want to get exhaust situated on it. Paul uh, John sending us a cast iron intake with a carburetor to get rid of the two barrel crap see if we get it running better like that um just mostly it's going to be seeing if the 360 is actually worth a darn and if it isn't hopefully when it isn't we can put the 440 in it that's uh one thing i want to ask you so i have a 360 in my van but i have this i have this 400 that i've um started to do a 451 on um with the van i'm trying to figure out if truck mounts will work from like a 72 to 80 they will same mount thank god see i can't get a straight answer from fucking anybody thank you jeff i have a friend uh sean fat tire thomas he has an instagram he's a big band guy yeah i know that guy yeah yeah he came to meet at me at indy and he told me uh Truck van mount, same, same thing with headers. Um, you need a rear stump oil pan. And I think that's really all you need. And it's pretty simple. That's good. Cause I've been trying to, I'm like, I heard, no, they're not the same. And I'm like, are you sure? And then every time I see uh, the mounts, like for parts, it's the same part number. So I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> and then I'm like, am I going to have to go buy a fucking, are these motherfuckers again? They're back. They're back. <laughs> 
girls here streamer recommends you motherfuckers <laughs> they better start paying me for this advertisement when, uh, <laughs> look at that <laughs> i endorse these people <laughs> i take them off screen and they're still there motherfucker oh god that's gonna be stuck there <laughs> oh no <laughs> i blocked him and it's stuck on screen of course cool for those of you listening to this um the porno people are back and they're not they're not getting off screen <laughs> but uh nope. yeah i uh i was actually gonna so, reach so out to... to put a big block in your van i was thinking about it yeah um, um when are you planning on doing this like soon soon or i i to be honest with you i don't know i just have it and uh the engine still needs to be assembled which i still got to get a crank um well, if, it, if it if it takes till uh uh if you you come out to sykeston if it takes till then I've got a set of mounts out of a motorhome. No shit. I'll, I'll give them to you. Really? No shit. Okay. Yeah, and that they should be the exact same ones because the motorhome had a van front end on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's what I thought I was going to have to go get because yeah. people were trying to tell me that they weren't the same as the truck. I'm glad I cleared that up because I was going to ask Sean because I know that um, uh, on his uh, uh, purple van he had a 440 in it, right? And then on the pink one, um, Vanther, he had a 440 in it too, right? I, oh, I can't. I think it was. I, Does he got a YouTube? He's got a YouTube channel, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got a YouTube channel. He don't really do a whole lot on there. Uh, he needs to come out to this thing. He's he got some videos on his vans on his YouTube channel. I, he just put one up not too long ago about. Oh God, I can't remember. There's too many freaking people on YouTube. There is too many people on YouTube. <laughs> there are. That's, a, that's why I didn't want to come over. Like, what the fuck's the point? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There's, there's room for everybody. <laughs> but it's just hard. It's it's you, So many people got so much good stuff you want to watch. It's hard to hard to keep up with it. Now, can you share? Unemployed. <laughs> can you share YouTube? Like, that's one thing that I liked about Facebook is that you can share content. Can you share stuff on? Is there a way to share like other people's videos and stuff on YouTube without yeah. like stealing their shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, there's a share button. Um, when you get a thousand subscribers, you get access to a community page on your channel. Uh, Actually, okay. I don't think that's even at a thousand anymore because Ruben's got a community page. No uh, shit. Some, I know some people may have got grandfathered in. I don't know, but I, I've got a community page, and I can share my videos to it. I can share Brian's, yours, anybody's, but then oh, you can cool. also share it externally to Facebook or ever. And I always, I got my groups I have listed. I always share my videos to just because there are friends of mine who don't want a YouTube account, but they want to stay mm. current on the videos. Yeah. It's like, well. I'll put them on Facebook so you can see them and then you can go watch them. Well, <laughs> I think this is really pissing me off that I can't get this off the screen. Just uh, click on somebody else. Yeah, click on somebody else. Let's you can't see. just you can't just pull up somebody else's comment. There we there go. go. Okay. I see I blocked him, but I, I don't understand why it was still showing on the screen. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, shit, guys, I'm not I'm not Brian or Ruben, so I'm gonna shut this bad boy down. Oh, that's uh, cool. That's cool. It's all good, man. Yeah, I know. Je I know. Jed's tired. He's just being nice, being on my little channel right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awake now. Uh, Jed, we're gonna have to get. Jed, let's go kill some more zombies. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jed, I got to get you back on the podcast again. I got to talk more about Jezebel and some of your other projects and shit. Anytime, man, you hit me up. All right, brother. Um, for those of you listening, those of you watching on Facebook, Jed, very well-known Scott Speed Shop. He doesn't need me to promote his shit, but if you haven't subscribed, go subscribe. <laughs> baby channel. I don't. I don't. It's don't not know. a baby it's channel. <laughs> Blow up his van videos. Blow uh, like like and subscribe just for the van stuff, guys. Just, just like and subscribe because you know you're getting on somebody's nerves by doing that. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Devil Garage. If he has a live, make sure you you donate to his live with super chat, like a dollar <laughs> or two. Every one of those dollars puts a gray hair in that kid's head. <laughs> Don't support Brian. <laughs> Brian from Dust Devil Garage building a duster from the ground up for the No Name Nationals. That should be uh, a good time. Um, lots of good content. You're going to be cranking out content for the next six months, too. Oh yeah, that's going to be good. Um, yeah, the video, the pro- pro- probably the first start video of the car will be coming out after the Nationals is over because I'll have to be so backlogged <laughs> with content. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a good time. So uh, subscribe to uh, these gentlemen, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And uh, thank you, too, for joining me and everybody else that joined me tonight. And we will see you next time right here on Talking Mopars. No Mopar left behind. If you're a car enthusiast like me, then you'd probably enjoy the same books that I do. I love to gain more knowledge about Mopars and cars in general, and that's where my friends at CarTech Books come in. Since 1993, CarTech has become one of the leading publishers of automotive titles for hardcore enthusiasts, with a plethora of titles available in their catalog. They have titles for everyone, whether you're into restorations, high-performance builds, or automotive history, CarTech has it all. They are a company run by enthusiasts for enthusiasts. Some of the titles I have in my own library are... Chrysler's Motown Missile, Mopar's secret engineering program at the dawn of pro stock, new Hemi engines 2003 to present, how to rebuild, muscle car special editions, Chrysler Torquefly A904 and A727 transmissions, how to rebuild. And look, folks, they have much more than that, and so do I. In my library, I also have books on how to vinyl wrap, modifying XJ Jeep Cherokees for back when I had one of those, and modifying the new Wranglers and Gladiators, and many more. So whether you're looking to expand your knowledge or just want something cooler to put on your coffee table, CarTech has the books for you. Visit cartechbooks.com and find some awesome books to add to your collection today. There you have it, my friends. Another episode of Talking Mopars is in the books. For everything you need to know about this show, you know where to go, talkingmopars.com. And you can reach me by emailing chris at talkingmopars.com or by leaving me a voicemail on my voicemail box at 209-28-MOPAR. And you just might get to hear yourself on this show. So keep sharing those Mopar stories with me and anything else that is on your Mopar-addicted mind. Thank you to my friends over at cartechbooks.com. And also, don't forget how important it is to keep your Mopar protected from the elements. If you do need protection like a car cover, don't wait. Head on over to TalkingMopars.com, click on the Affiliates tab, and go get your Mopar covered today. Before we shut this podcast episode down, if you want some Talking Mopars merchandise like t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, and cool swag like that, 
check out the merch shop on TalkingMopars.com. And for exclusive bonus episodes and videos only for my supporters, become a Facebook supporter today and get immediate access to those benefits. There's 12 bonus podcasts and 12 bonus videos waiting for you right now with more on the way for January. That's it, my friends. Until we talk again, I am your host, Chris Albrecht, and that was Talking Mopars Live. Thank you for listening to Talking Mopars, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Until next time, remember, no Mopar left behind.